Hey, uh, you guys believe in angels, or? Man, give me a fruit cocktail. Well, I can't. If I did that, then I'd have to give it to you every day, and I won't get all my vitamins. Do you know who you're dealing with? Kill Nasty Nate. He's my bitch. Anybody gonna stab him, it's gonna be me. You got a problem with that? Better watch your back, fish. The school master ain't gonna be there for you all the time. Because next time I come for you, I'm gonna want some cocktail. Fruit! motherfucker here. <laughs> I need the low laugh just off that one there with the class to follow this shit. That's how you grab their attention right away. Hell yeah. Motherfucking the STS with Dub and the motherfucking Brown Bear. I believe this is going to be episode 64, I believe. There we go. Um, we got to get 63 up and done. I'm going to try to get that done, you know, tonight or tomorrow. Uh, motherfucking Dub is not here. Uh, Dub's dealing with some illness right now, so, you know, shout out to Dub. Hopefully he feel, gets a little feel feel better, better, Dub. You know feel what I'm saying? You know, straighten your ass up, nigga. Right. Get back to work. Fats is running low, or running behind, I should say. He's probably low under his covers, I should say. You know, he went to do some work last night. So, you know, and it was actual work. It wasn't no cheeseburger work like he normally do. So, you right. know, under that piece of <laughs> But uh, filling in, helping out, as always, you know, your man's B-Rub is in the building. Yes, sir. Shout out there. And bringing it back, we told y'all we was doing it. We getting back to the music as well. You know what I'm saying? I know these last few ones since we've finally been back has been about mainly sports and everything else and life and normal shenanigans. But we backed it to the music. It was only right to bring back this particular guest for the first official music show. And we're going to get into why in a minute. But motherfucking B-Side is in the building. Yeah. There we go. There we go. My guy B. What's good, man? What's good, man? What up, though? Man, it's been forever, man. Forever in a day, man. Yeah, man. 10, 10, 11 years now. Yeah, since since we've been, you know, we, we, we've we talked interjectedly between yeah. there and shit, but, you know, yeah, for me doing this, yeah, it's been a minute, man. So glad to have you back, man. Glad to be here. Um, I know we got some new music, you know, from you over the last couple of years we're going to get into. Yep. Um, we got a couple albums come out. Um, we're going to talk music. If things happen with DJ Black Moon coming through, because I don't know what the hell's going on today, but hey, it's one of them days. And hey, we made it. We made it. But we made it. Uh, we might have some new shit coming for you and new segments and things, but you know, we'll see how that goes. If not, hey, it'll be coming soon. Shit, he might and be I'll be back for it. See him. <laughs> and I'll be back for it. <laughs> right. My man. That's what I'm him. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, so we're going to just kind of just jump right into everything, man. Just catching up, man, and see how everything's going. Um, so I know, like you said, man, you've been still active. You've been still doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you got two albums that came out in the la- you know since you were last here. Yeah. Um, you got any more projects coming? Uh, yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. 
Okay, that's what's up, man. It's not, and up. it's not going to be a solo project. Ooh, so that's okay. all I'm going to say. Okay, that's what's that's, up. That's what we're working on. That's what's right up. Now. I'm going to leave that cliffhanger right there. You yeah, know, leave I, that cliffhanger. Like right I said, there. I'm going to leave that cliffhanger right there. Yeah. You know, I was trying to see if there's a pun intended, no pun intended, to see if I get a vibe from pun. you. But <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's in the um, it's in its infancy, but I'd, mm. I'd say we got about we got like four done. We got a good eight okay. or nine more. We got to do though. Okay, so that's what's up, man. I haven't been able to. I've been doing so much i haven't even been able to get over there so you know it'll come at the right time oh yeah but you know you always seem to drop an album or drop a project literally when it's right at its you know at the time for it yeah i'm saying you don't never really rush nothing and that's what i've always liked about you like you like you're not like man i gotta get this out so i'm gonna and just boom yeah well you know know, shout out to pat 313 from middle finger music because he uh Put me on to a lot of shit, just like a different different ways to approach your release on social media. Everything mm-hmm. he told me ended up being correct, so okay. I kind of took that and ran with it. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So, who you st- you still working with the, the usuals, you know, for production? You got anybody new? I, n- I know you got a foul mouth track. I got, oh, man. I know you got at least at least one or, or five foul mouth tracks. Are you tracks. talking about on the music I sent you? No, on the new stuff coming. New stuff, I know for a fact we're going to have five okay. minimum. Okay. So. Okay. Still doing some low stuff, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got, uh, Black Beethoven. Okay. Um, sure. Shout out to all them guys. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Spot. Shout okay. out to Spot. He, he's he been a beat. He's like a low-key assassin. He's been around mm-hmm. since the 90s. Mm-hmm. He actually, you know the song Find a Way by Tribe Called Quest? Mm-hmm. He, That's my shit. He gave Dilla that record. Really? Yeah, so oh my uh, god! He did a joint on uh, the project from two projects ago, and okay. he's, he made a he made a beat specifically more fit for me and Cliff. Mm, so okay. it, you know, it'll okay. work out nice. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. So look, man, this like I said, man, we before we got you know to going, we was you know off air, right? Uh, when you first walked in, just so I can get it fr- while it's fresh on my mind. So I had a story. Yes. And it's literally this. How I knew it was gonna be a good a good day for hip hop. Not just from having you here, but it was just like, I don't know how to say it. I don't know if I want to say it was it was destined to be that these songs came on. So so this would happen. So I'm, I'm on the way here, and I got on Rock the Bells. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to L, Rock the Bells, you know, doing their thing. Well, I like the way that he done platformed it, you know, the transition from what it was before to what it is, you know. You know what I love, too, is that, that those artists are getting paid again. Yes. I love that. Yes. That's so. what I'm saying. So, you know, shout out to him. And first song, literally, as I get in my car to leave my house, I start up the car. First song that comes on is Das Effects, They Want Effect. Okay. And I'm like. I remember when we all had that, like, if you could memorize that song and spit it, you were Right, you you was the shit, because it was like, you you, you get past bumps, kibbity bumps, then anybody past that was like, you was like a god. Even when you didn't get any of the references. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Bro, that's a dippity dippity dip. That's all I remember. (laughs) Do, da, dippity. Them motherfuckers was ahead of of their shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, and I want to come back to touch on some small stuff historically that you know yeah. about each one of these artists and songs the way they came on. Okay. I want like your favorite kind of moments or tracks or whatever yeah. from them. So that's playing, right? Okay. And then after that goes off, I'm like, okay. I look up on the thing. And you know, on Sirius, on satellite, sometimes it'll show you what's next before it starts playing. Yeah. So it comes up. It's old, dirty. Got your money. Okay. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Listening to it. It's going on. Cool. Baby, I got you, you know, Khalees and shit. The very next song that comes on, 
after that goes off, is Ice Cube the nigga you love to hate? Okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, yeah, that's wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like, okay, this is like karma. This is like the universe. Yeah, you know, everything lining up just right because B's cut, B sides coming, and then these particular types of tracks yeah. are coming down the pipe on the radio. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is just you know. That too, cube, too real. That, that Steve Arrington sample in it, it's fucking nuts. Wait, uh, and, and then to finally finish it off, because I and that kind of brought me to a question I want to bring to you that I I pondered, and I know other people I've heard loosely ponder. Yeah, the very last song I heard before I got out of the car was "Big Pun." It's so hard. Oh, I love that song. That's probably my favorite pun song outside of uh, the I'm one like, he did with Deck and Prodigy. Yes, yeah. Dude, I'm like, what the fuck is going? I'm like. They playing some bangers, yeah, right? They okay. do. They play some shit on there. And you know, and, and then after that, him and him, Greg Nice and Z Z Trip came on and they didn't salute, salute the sample. sample. And what I've heard recently, like yesterday and today, Z Trip doing something called like a sample train. And he goes through an original sample and then how it somebody else used it, and then somebody else used that, and then somebody else used that. Yeah. So Talk about that really quick. Something that I learned that I didn't know. You might have known this because, like I said, I know you like you know shit like this. So, my man played the original sample was the under you know underdog cartoon. Yeah, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. I had no fucking idea that was on in the car when I got in. But See, yeah, yeah, it was I had no fucking yeah, idea. Underdog karma, the underdog cartoon. <laughs> The, the actual cartoon, cartoon. The, the, yeah, the cartoon, like yeah. the intro music for yeah. it. That the part from Wu Tang Clan and the part fuck with that's woo. Yeah. Yeah, well, no. That's yeah. from the intro underdog. from fucking Underdog, dude. But what I tell you, he would know that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will lie about that shit because I had no motherfucking clue. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna I'm hit you with another one. He probably noticed too. Maybe. How about this? Build up his own legend. You're killing motherfucking Santana. Wyclef did that track, right? Yeah. Maria Maria. Yeah. With the product G and B. The the guitar riff on that is the same fucking sample. Because yeah. Wyclef used to he used to replay stuff. Like if you saw them yeah. live, he would yeah. he would play different tracks on his guitar. Yeah. I'm like, dog. So you telling me the guitar and then when my man Zetra was playing it, I'm like Oh my fucking yeah, god! Yeah, you can. I you love can that tell. song, but you, but if you're not really like a crate digger like that, or really be into some shit, or really pay attention to it, I'm listening to it for the music factor first, and it's you know that's the shit. Blah, blah. Now I understand why I like it so much, not just because Wyclef you know did it, but it's got those elements that just like hit you. Dog, well, yeah, that and that's a, I'm like, what the fuck? That's a Grammy winning album. That yes. thing went like five times platinum, and he snuck in the little Wu Tang reference yes. to it. So yes. that's slick that he did that. Dog, they, LL said that. That album has Carlos Santana as the, is it the highest selling Latino album of all time? Damn. That particular album. Damn. Not, not, you know, not just the record, but that whole Supernatural album. Okay. I'm like, dog, really? Out of all the shit that he's done before, but that one and out of everybody, that's, well, that was a dope ass album. But they didn't, you know, they didn't album. have ways to track it before either. That's true. You know what I mean? That's so true. that's true. Yeah. Sound scan or billboard or yeah. anything like that. But yeah, yeah I mean, st I wouldn't Still. surprise me. That was a big Still. ass, you, that was a big ass record. You start thinking about Julio Iglesias and all these motherfuckers and what? But, but yeah, that's, man, that's I'm dope, telling dope. you like, that's a dope accomplishment, man. Like low key, like 
that's a whole genre of music that we don't think about here. Yes. But like, you look, I saw um, yes. Daddy Yankee has like two billion views. I'm like, damn, we don't even listen to him. I can believe like it too, man, because it's only like a couple, like a handful of songs Daddy Yankee that I've listened to. Yeah. You know, and, and I want to say it was stuff Daddy that we Yankee. Like, but it's, you know, going deep into like deep diving into their shit. You know what I'm saying? That... He had one with, uh, I want to say it's, it's him, but he had one with Snow. Mm. And they sung a, a whole reinterpolation of Informer. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Like two, three billion views. So that means wow. Are you getting paid, paid again? MC Shan's probably getting paid again. Yeah. Wow. Kind of dope. That's dope as fuck, man. That's that's dope as fuck. Hey, man. man. On popular opinion, I like Informer, and I loved it even more when Jim Carrey got a hold of it on and lived. Oh, that was hilarious. When that he did that shit, dog. Oh my god, that was fucking hilarious, dog. <laughs> I listen to Enrique Iglesias, man. That's what I'm saying. Julio, Enrique. If you, if you man, listen to that song shit. Enrique made called Ring, Ring My Bell. I think I know what you're talking that's about. A, that's a panty dropper song right there. I think there. I know what you're talking yep, about. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's a panty dropper. <laughs> <laughs> the ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. it is, girl. All right, so look, so backtracking a little bit. So yes. going back before we get into, into the albums here, because we're going to definitely get into the music. That first song. Das Effects. Mm-hmm. Give me your best Das Effects moment, you know, song, you know, time you first heard them, you know, whatever, whatever. So, I mean, I first heard They Want Effects. It was on Yo! MTV Raps. So, I mean, that was obviously the first one I heard. Right, and then, right. uh, you know, you heard you heard the file because it was, you know, you had to dub the tape back yep. then because yep. I was 12 when Pause, that album came play. out. Hold it, man. Listen, start, stop. You have no idea what I can do with a pause tape. (laughs) You know, when you were taping off the radio and you had to do it that extra split second after, so that way when the tape rolled back, it wouldn't. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, Dies Effects. I mean, it was they want effects. And then I remember um, when Hold It Down came out in '95. Mm, Yeah, they had an ad in Vibe, and the Mm -hmm. the ad of them in Vibe had them smoking a blunt. It had I remember like, that. Uh, yeah, I remember, had remember I, I had Ray's that. Ray's up that front hitting the blunt, and then Scoob was in back, in back. blowing the smoke. Yep, and yep. I had that up on my bedroom wall. I just mm-hmm. that, that picture was so badass. It was dope to me. as fuck. It was a good album. Hold It Down's a slept on album. And, and, and Benzino turned out to be the biggest clown ever. But yeah. <laughs> shout out to the source for what they had, what they were back in the day. Yeah, in the 90s. Before the whole shit went down, because it was like, oh my God. Shout out to the source when it mattered. Right, when, when, five when mics it fucking mattered. Something. When Five Mics really, really meant something yeah. instead of just giving them the motherfuckers for payola or whatever the fuck, or yep. hoeing folks for, for not payoling or pissed off or whatever. They had yeah. big influence. I mean, you got to yeah. consider a lot of what yeah. we listened to around here was. Or a lot of what they mentioned in the source wouldn't have been listened to around here. It's like you had your casual listeners, Especially but then here. you had the people who would look for the fat tape or the singles, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's believe it or not, that's how I was. So yeah, of course. Really? <laughs> I mean, for the younger generation, there was a time we did have to record shit off the radio, right? Yes, yeah. right. I know y'all just download shit like with right. tapes with, with ease, but. We'll go over cassette tapes later. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's down the memory laid section. Lord knows one of the bitches got caught. Oh, man. <laughs> it was done. You had to stick your pencil in there. Yeah, it was, it was a tape down. You had to dedicate it. It was a real moment of care when you did that. Especially when you had the dual deck ones and shit, and you knew you could dub that and make tapes and shit. What was the? I think it was the Max L was the best ones you can get Absolutely. back there. You had a bad Max L. Yeah, the Max L was not them, not like them dollar store uh, no. ones that will fuck up real quick. No, was, what was the other brand though outside of Max L? It was another brand uh, that was pretty good though. It was clear and it had the pink and yellow yeah, on it. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, what the fuck? Was yeah, that? I don't know what it is either. I know what you're talking about, you know but I always remember yeah. Max L. Max L's cost the most, but I, and that's because Max, Max L had the dude sitting in the chair, leaned back and shit with the music blowing in his face and shit. I mean. 
That was a thing back that then. That was the shit yeah. back then. Yeah, that yeah. was that shit, man. That was that shit. With the scarf and the mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, with the shit blowing, my man. Mm-hmm. So 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 from the next one. Yes. Oh dirty. Mm-hmm. Where did I first hear him? What like what's your just give me your best dirty moment? Oh, damn. I mean, come on, man. Him running on stage at the Grammys was classic. <laughs> um, what about on MTV? When he took MTV News with him to pick up his welfare check. Oh my! I was about to say yeah, when he went and got the the, the food stamp card or the check. Yeah, oh I my think that that's God. probably the best old dirty moment. And, and and apparently, like I don't know if I don't know if he came out and said it like before he died during the the, uh, the one documentary, or if it was Riz or somebody just somebody else came out and even said that like at the time that happened, he had actually. Like, just gotten, like, this big dumbass check. I don't know if it was for a million or, like, half a million. But it was, like, he just got paid, like, something stupid. But he was still going straight there, like, yeah, I'm still going to get my shit. Fuck all this bullshit. (laughs) They can't track it. They don't know. But I got this camera crew that is tracking it. I don't give a fuck about, man. (laughs) Fuck it. He was in the limo with champagne. And, yeah, he was getting it in. Winning, dirty was out there doing that thing, man. That shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that man. that oh line, he was like, "I came out my mama pussy. I'm on welfare. welfare. Twenty six years old, still on <laughs> welfare." <laughs> no, that's dirt. Look, and, and shout out, man. I I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, but shout out to my man's that plays Dirty on Wu-Tang. Oh, fucking uh, Hulu. Dog. First of all, that's a great-ass series. But Isn't that his son who plays him? No, it's not. I thought it was, but it's not. Um, What's my man's name? I can't think of my man's real name, but that's that's not his son. I thought it was going to be at first. If I'm wrong, my bad, but I could swear that it's not, and it's somebody different. But he got him down. I, I'll give him that. Every oh, Just about every actor they got has got them down. And I think having Dave East play meth, Perfect choice. Perfect. perfect choice. Perfect choice. Perfect choice. Like he, his his rhyme patterns and everything aren't exactly meth, but it's so fucking close. And his mannerisms and the way he acts are do. It's like it's like watching him be meth. Yeah. It's, it's fucking nuts. My man that played Ghost. My man, I can't think of dude's name. I, I know his name because he was in um, um, the one. Uh, what's the one Netflix shit that was about uh, hip hop back in the day? The old school shit. Oh, uh, is it the Beatdown? No, it wasn't. You know what I'm talking about, right? We were about exactly that old school with the uh, Grandmaster Flash shit. Yeah. So, my man, he playing Ray something stupid. All, all of them are playing their characters like fucking nuts. The only, I'm not even going to lie, man. I fell off watching it after the first season. So, season three, I never season, it was on. season three is coming up like either sometime this month or next month, like the beginning of the next month. I'll say that season two actually was kind of straight. Was it? It was actually really yeah, good. Season I, one didn't catch me too much. It's so... So it's weird because it's like, to me, it's like watching history and learning shit that you didn't know. Yeah. And then, like, you go back and watch, like, like the, uh, not the sneak preview shit, but, like, the, not the spoiler shit, but, like, the breakdown type of shit on YouTube and yeah. shit. Yeah. So, like, like, the part where he talks about, or somebody interviewed and talked about how that, like, so Ghost is, like, kicking with, you know what I'm saying, RZA's sister. Yep. Well, actually, RZA actually has, like, three or four sisters mm-hmm. in real life, and the character is actually, like, a blending of, like, all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they never actually say, of course, because of the show, which sister he had the baby with, but he really does have, like, two or three kids by, you know, they they for real, like, family, family. Right. And 
Some incest shit going on in this motherfucker. <laughs> just gloss over that shit. How we gloss over that shit? Well, they not they not boys. I mean, they just boys. They not you know. Saying it's like if you know, what I'm saying one of us. Oh, had, so well, like brother and sister, brother and sister. Right, right. Oh, man, I, I, you had explained to me. All I heard was uh, brother and sister. Like some old incest shit going on in this motherfucker. <laughs> His brother, right? right? <laughs> you know. My nigga, but the the only one I would I didn't really I wasn't feeling character wise because I think they only gave him they did him dirty. It's funny I don't know if they did it like this on purpose, but Capadonna's character did oh, you get yeah. to that? No, not yet. So there's a part, bro, when who's in jail? I'm trying to think who's Probably in jail. You God. No, no, it wasn't you, God. It was um his older brother. Um, ah, fuck, fuck who's Rizzo's? Yes, Power. Yeah. No, Powers is man's. The, uh, fuck is uh, his older brother. Divine? Divine. So Divine's in jail, and everybody talking about their hoods and Stapleton, this, then the third. And it's a fight scene that breaks out in jail. Well, because he's from that hood, Capadonna's in jail. He's spitting, you know, like his ice cream verse, but more or less, while he's there. Right. And it's kind of like, cool, but the dude they picked to play him, he doesn't really fit the bill to me of Cap, and like that's like the only scene you see of Capadonna. Yeah, because he was—I mean, he was always in and out, anyways. Yeah, and 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 learning the history with that, like he was in and out because he was in and out of jail and shit. If yep. you, if you, I know you've seen of uh, Mike's and Men, right? Yeah, of course. So just watching that alone was like the history of like just not. I think that's where it was that they was talking about with the dirty shit too. Yeah, so just watching and learning their history. You know, that's that's my favorite. You know, group all time. Yeah, mine but too. I, I, but I know it's yours, and that's. And it's not just by accident to like the influence they've had over us. Yeah. Everything that we've done to this point. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's what's wild is when you when you listen to Wu Tang records, you remember these guys were going double platinum, mm-hmm. triple platinum. You listen to the music though, it's absolutely nothing that should have ever crossed over. Ever. It's not made ever. for public consumption. But something about that energy it's just, just straight street, gritty, grimy absolutely. ass shit that they made for like hood motherfuckers. To the tune just, of like, four million in the US alone. You know alone. what I mean? Like for, for like the first album. That's shit. an it's undeniable energy right it's there. It's nuts. And and the thing I like about it too is the creative process with the RZA. Yeah, he's always man. I've I've learned so much recently about RZA that I didn't know about RZA that I overlooked. So, real quick, back in the day, I've always wanted to be more of a producer than an MC. Yeah, my pen game when I when I first started doing the shit was decent. Okay. I, I took a couple couple uh, had a couple of um, actually I took a knapsack like a full on backpack full of you know singles you know out to New York you know what I'm saying that's some shit that me. Black Moon and my cousin did. We was doing our little shit. Okay. And it was pressed up fresh, you know, official looking the whole nine, had inserts, and, you know, I wasn't trying to be on no bullshit, like just to do with the CD shit. What year was it? This was like 05. Okay. Yeah. So. Shit, the early stages. Or was it right? The super early stages of all this shit. So it was either 05 or 04. I want to okay. say it had to have been 05 because I think I printed on there that the album was coming out in 06. But I know I did a big. Push, you know, media-wise and everything on MySpace. Shout out to MySpace back in the day when you, you know, could do all that shit. Shout out to Tom for letting us just say shit. <laughs> Tom let us do some shit back in the day. Tom never let us down. He never let us down, man. But, you know, my pin game was decent, but, you know, it, it was nice, but it wasn't, like, nice, nice. Right. But my whole thing was production. My whole, and I, and I still, to this day, I don't really have regrets, but that's one thing I wish I was able to do. My cousin Drew was cold. My thing was, because he was a musician by nature. Dude knew how to play the drums, right. clarinet. He could read sheet music, all kind of, you know, you know, Drew. Yeah. Well, 
literally my thing was if I can just do some production shit and get Drew on, he'll take off and then boom. So literally my whole thing was twofold going to New York that time with my man. I got a backpack full of shit. I'm just gonna walk around New York and just pass these bitches out. Yep. You never know who hand it's gonna get into for what or whatever, whatever. Bro, I went down there, or I went up, well, down there, and literally I gave some, <laughs> it's funny as hell, because I got a Paul Mooney story that goes with that too. Oh, wow. I, don't know if we t- I, don't, I don't know if I told you this one. So we're sitting there, I'm walking first time in New York by myself and shit with my mans, and we walk past, you know, they got the little spots, you know, it's basically just a shutter on a wall where they selling CDs and shit yeah. and all kind of, so, you know, I had it. Something my man, he was like, well, give me a stack. So I gave him like a stack of like 10 of them bitches. He put them up on the wall, like right there where everybody could see him with all the other shit. And I'm like, my man, bet. I'm in Starbucks just downstairs from the little hostel we staying at. I'm passing them out there and shit. A dude that worked there wanted one, gave him one. Come back the next day. Yo, dog, you my man that gave me the CD. That shit was dope. I kind of liked it. All right, cool. That's what's up, bro. So I'm like, well, at least he listened to it and shit. Cool, man. I don't know how many my man from the little bootlegger joint might have sold or slang or whatever, right, right. but whatever. We walking on, I think it was probably 42nd, and that's when Fish Scale came out. Okay. And so it's some other dudes out there with like some old simple looking shit passing out, and they selling shit. I met Raider Ruckers down there. Oh, wow. Because he was down there promoting for Fish Scale. Raider Ruckers fucked it. Smoke the Dutch master, have him screaming for the Duchess. That's my man's, right? So I'm like, he holding the Fish Scale shit. We chopping it up, and he was like, yeah. I'm, and he told me who he was. I'm like, dog, I'm like, you. So I'm like, so you Ray? I'm like, you So we sitting there, handed him one and shit, and, and that's just it. Everybody walking past my man that's selling them, because, you know, I'm selling these, selling these. I'm like, yo, you want one of these? Da, da, da. It's free. They stop. Oh, it's free? And they turn around. You know, everybody love free shit, you yeah. know. So that was my whole thing. I'm just giving them out free. So I'm just passing them, passing them, passing them. Fast forward, we getting ready to leave. This is where the Paul Mooney story comes into play. Same fucking Starbucks, right? It's like it's like forty second and eighth or something stupid like that. It's like around the corner from Times, uh, around the corner from Times Square and shit. Okay. Uh, FAO Schwartz and all that shit. Fucking waiting to get a, you know some coffee and shit because we about to hop on the plane. Paul Mooney's in front of me, and I look and I notice I'm like, it's fucking Paul Mooney. Fuck it. See if I can put one in Paul Mooney's hand. Raider Ruckus and Paul Mooney. It's a wild-ass trip, bro. I'm like, this is wild. But, you know, it's New York City, so, you know. Fucking talk to Paul Mooney. Yo, excuse me, sir. I ain't even playing like he was Paul Mooney. I ain't want to like, yo, you Paul Mooney. But excuse me, sir. You know, I'm an artist. Just then the third from Detroit, blah, blah, blah. I got these CDs. I'm giving them away for free. You mind if, you know, if I can, you know, give you one. See, this is where... God rest his soul, because he's still a funny dude, but this is where I've been like, fuck Paul Mooney ever since this day, right? So Paul Mooney turns to me and looks and says, and I'm, I'm not going to do his voice and his pattern, you know, the way oh, he does, should. but he's like, well, no, I'm just saying, I can't, but I'm going to oh, do my okay. best one. He's like, no, no, I don't listen to that bullshit. My son listens to that shit. You need to get that bullshit to him. I don't listen to that right bullshit. And he's throws the nose all up in the air like, fuck you, nigga. I don't, <laughs> in typical Paul Mooney type fashion. So I'm like, did this motherfucker, I'm, I'm I'm legit, Dre. I'm looking. You know how we get sometimes. I'm looking. I'm looking at Paul Mooney up and down. Like, did this motherfucker really just? I can't just slap shut up, Paul right. Mooney, man. What the Throw fuck? hands with Paul Mooney. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know what? Did you how really just swing well, up, Paul Mooney? up Paul Mooney That's... after I met Raider Ruckus. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, man. So I got a funny New York story. Cool. Fuck it, man. But yeah, that was that was dope, man. I got a funny New York story. So 
I'm in Brooklyn, right? I'm in Bed-Stuy. Mm-hmm. My good friend, my godson live there and everything. Okay. So he's taking me around. So he's like, okay, well, this I'm going to take you to this this bar. It's like 10 blocks up. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't. I forgot that New York City blocks are like four miles apiece. <laughs> right. Like, we drive all the right. way up to, first of all, we're, as we're standing outside the bar about to cross the street, mm-hmm. this girl, this, you know, white girl, skinny, who a gentrifier. She ran into the side of this lady's car who was OG Brooklyn. And uh, when we were driving down the street, she got up and punched the bitch and knocked her off the bike and everything. We were like, wow. You know, Brooklyn, they get, right, they get lives. Right, so she's right, talking right. shit. What? What? Oh, shit. So. I never seen it. Look, I never seen a chick get ran over by a motherfucking man, taxi listen. there, dog. And she didn't pay it no mind. She just kind of scurried up a little faster. Yeah, they, they like, were. Damn. When I was jaywalking, they were all looking at me like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Yeah, You're not from around like, here, are you? They don't jaywalk here. <laughs> nah, dog. So anyway, so back back to the story. So uh, my man Dustin, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we got local DJs who live over here. Mm-hmm. DJ Evil D spins, you know, right. and I'm like, damn, Evil D from Black Moon. Okay, right, right. So uh, we drive around and we're listening to. Uh, it's rainy out. We're in the middle of Brooklyn and it's rainy out, and we're listening to uh, Smith & Wesson, The Shining. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, this Dope is, ass you know, album too. Yeah, I'm like, man, this is like the classic for this day. And mm-hmm. then I was like, eh, you know, Evil D, and we started laughing again. So then we're, uh, we're walking by this other bar, and he's like, man, Evil D has spun here. And I'm, we're laughing. I'm like, man, we brought up Evil D more than anybody ever has. Right, you know, right, we're laughing. Right, right. We're walking home from the bar, and who's on the corner <laughs> getting on a bus? Evil D. With DJ Evil D. <laughs> I was like, out of all the shit that we can manifest, it's uh, DJ it's, Evil D standing on the corner. Like, all this other wild. shit in my life that I'm trying to manifest. That's wild. And that's what I ended up bringing up. That's wild, man. That's hilarious, Yeah, bro. that shit that's, was funny. That's hilarious, because, man, what, speaking of New York, in, in New York is, New Yorkers just look at it as New York, but for people like us, and like when you're doing hip-hop and, you know, stuff like that, and you look at things, we look at shit differently. Like, I remember we took the bus up to Harlem. Yeah. I'm on 125th across street from the Apollo, and I'm yeah. like, I can just feel the energy from this motherfucker. And it's just not, it's it, not even open as shit. Though? Can't you? You can feel it. Yeah. It's you like. Can, you can feel it when you walk through yeah. there, especially 125th. So he, it's yeah, funny it's, because it's like, he moved damn. up to Harlem at one, uh, 161st and Edgecombe. Okay. And uh, he was in a historically preserved building, mm-hmm. him and his family, and it was like, geez. Sarah Vaughn, Duke Ellington, all mm-hmm. of them, everybody lived there. Everybody it, lived there. You can you can just feel it. And like I said, we was across the street. I yeah. had a picture, man. Fuck whoever told, st- uh, stole my camera that day, but fuck it, man. But I had a picture that was a dog-ass picture of the Apollo. I got to go back. I take my kids. One yeah, day, I got but, a picture in front of the Apollo. But yeah, man, that shit. But yeah, man, that's that was wild shit. But, it, but rewinding back yes. to get back to the music part yeah, yeah, we yeah. was talking about before, too. Just, you know, flashing back to you know, where we was at and what we're doing and how it cycles through. But... So who was next? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Because I know you always got a dog Man, ass Ice Cube story, dog. Because we've we've talked before. You you, you came with some Ice, Ice Cube. Cube Ice Cube was. I mean, wasn't he kind of everybody's favorite rapper for a minute? Wasn't he point, just kind of better than everybody at for a minute? At one point in his career, for you could pick your point depending on who you are and how you felt about Ice Cube. At one point, down his timeline, you could pick any random point, and he probably was the best at that time. Probably so I haven't. I haven't. Listen to a Cube project since, like since uh, West Side Connection came out. I haven't listened to any new Cube music. I, I didn't even want to say it, but it doesn't that, but matter that was because on too. he has straight out of Compton, America's <laughs> Most Wanted, Death mm-hmm. Certificate, and The Predator. Now, mm-hmm. here's a funny thing, speaking of Cube. 
you know, he kind of dwindled a little bit right. after the Predator. Right. Um, and I always say Cube had different eras. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. right after the Predator was his boom, boom, ping, ping. Yeah. Era, what he was yeah. saying, boom, boom, ping, ping yeah. on every damn thing. Yeah, I know. Then boom, the boom, West Side, ping, ping. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> So then after that, in the West Side Connection era, that was his Guppy era. Okay. Where he said okay. everything about guppies. Yep. I was yep. like, damn, he's talking about guppies a lot. <laughs> and then after that, it was just yeah. the yeah, yeah era. So, yeah, 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 yeah the, the boom, buck, ping. <laughs> That's the when they can start boom, making movies and shit. The motherfucker yeah. softened up. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, shit, when you're getting them $20 million yeah, tips. absolutely. Even shit. Friday. I watched yeah. Friday the best way you're supposed to watch it. I watched it the summer it came out on bootleg mm-hmm. in Redford, mm-hmm. upstairs in a bungalow, smoking weed. I'm about to say high like as fuck. 14 and a yeah. half years yeah. old. Just. Yeah, high as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's, man, and, and that's, but that's, some, that's what I'm saying. That's them cute memories of shit. Like, oh, yeah. Man, I think for me, I think my, my, my greatest, I won't say greatest, but my best or favorite cube memory was I walked into Kmart. That's how old this shit was. Like you said, I'm like 13, 12, 13, right? I walked into Kmart and in the music section looking, and I seen Lethal Injection. Okay. And I grabbed it and, and bought it. And the way that shit opens up and shit, and he's yeah. at the doctor's office, and all right, this is a little bit, brace yourself, and then boom, and it, man. And then it goes right into really though. That it was just like goes right into really. I'm like, dog. I already knew Cube was that cold, record, but this shit was cold. That record definitely. Dog. It had I'm, some good songs on it. I'm like, dog, what the fuck? And that was at the time where like my mom didn't let like let me listen to shit with curse words in it. Yeah. So I'm listening to it like underneath your bed and shit with the headphones on and shit. Like, oh, you're so paranoid too. You're, you're like, like, I wonder how bad this sound travels. <laughs> Be holding it all the way to your all ears. the way to your ears and shit, man. Dead or mushing your face and shit, man. Yeah, man. That, that was that was probably one of my best. And then I think from then, that wasn't my introduction to Cube, of course. But I think that's when I really became like a full on fan. Well, Cube was one of those people. He was like Chuck D or Ice yeah, T or yeah, Luke because yeah. you remember whenever they would bring up shit about rap, yeah. it'd be one of those one of four those they four would news, interview. Yep. People don't even realize how much like they see Ice T on Law and Order. Mm-hmm. They have no idea how much no that dude was out idea. on the front lines. Luke no doesn't idea. even get mentioned. He don't today. even get the unless you in, a, in like a circle like ours of people that's you know that think like we do or, or been mm-hmm. through. You don't. They don't. And he, he he's to me, Uncle Luke is probably like the least celebrated. But should be the most celebrated. Yeah, just for what he did. For what he did. Absolutely. Was, oh my God. The, bro, did you ever see the clip of them on Donahue? Yes. So, that audience bro, had no idea what bro, was going on. I, I remember seeing it live when yeah. I was a kid. Yep. Sitting there with my great grandma watching TV and shit, and I'm like, Two Live Crew. Same Two Live Two Live Crew. What? Yep. And you and you listen to it, and you like. They used to play Whoa. Me So Horny at yes. 9 p.m. every night on 96.3. Yes. When 96.3 was all hip-hop and shit yeah. back in the... Yeah, that's... Oh, that's... Oh, my God. But I remember... Because I definitely want to get to the to the pun one. Because I got a, a, a reference... Not a reference, but a, a, a him, or, him or them type of thing, too. I remember back in the day, dog. You remember Lisa Lisa when she was, was on the... Uh, yeah. So yeah. Her fine-ass shit. She's still fine. No, no, not, not that Lisa Lisa. She's still fine. But I'm talking about the, the DJ here, Lisa Lisa. Yeah, I remember Lisa Lisa. That used to be the uh one of the radio DJs on uh 96.3. And then she went to I think 955 or something like that. I don't but, care about her, man. I still take the original. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Lisa Lisa from Call Jam is cold to the motherfucker still. She but, still is. 
But TLM, baby. There was a. She's like an Apollonia right? or vanity. Still like, bad. Still bad. Still bad. Yeah, she bad as fuck. I remember catching an interview. It wasn't an interview, but you know how sometimes like you catch what like a moment like it's like late at night or whenever she was doing it, and yeah. some her and whoever else would be like having a conversation, and like you could tell like they was flying off the radar a little more than they probably wanted them to. But she was speaking her fucking mind, which even back then as a kid I loved about her. Mm-hmm. Her style was she's gonna say what the fuck she wanted to say and get it out when she had to. Yeah, and it was one of those moments. She was ta- they were talking about like it was during that same era. And I just remember her talking about Isham's dead flowers. Wow. And talking about how, like, the significance of that record and, like, Sunshine and everything else on it versus, like, basically the whole, what they're trying to, you know, pigeonhole everybody and you can't talk about this and the censorship that and blah, blah, blah. And she basically just went out on a limb and just was talking and was like, man, you motherfuckers. She wasn't cussing, but... And it's like, Damn near. if you don't know who Lisa Lisa is, what she looks like, or none of that shit, if you finally see her, you'd be like, that was you talking that shit? <laughs> what the fuck? Really? What, what, what the, that was you? But that's but she was for her craft, and she was for the for the artistry of what it was. You know what I'm saying? And she was ahead of her time as being a DJ speaking up about, you know what I'm saying, censorship and what they should. Because it was more or less about, just kind of paraphrasing, people wanting to hear a certain a certain music but not being able to play it right. because of the whole censorship and blah, 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 which I think today is what ultimately led to the commercial radio we have now. Probably. It probably even led, we'll say even back 10 years ago, when literally you looked up and like you could hear the same five songs in rotation at the 12 o'clock hour, as you would at the 1 o'clock hour, as you would at the 3 o'clock hour, as you would at the 6 o'clock hour, and then until like 9 o'clock when somebody else was to do something before the quiet storm, then you could hear like some old slick shit. Other than that, it was like, dude, why am I hearing <laughs> regulate five times a day or big pimping like eight times a day? Like, I like the song, but God damn, what the fuck? That but shit you know just makes me feel old, though. <laughs> Excuse me. You know what makes right? what's crazy is a lot of those records back then, it's amazing that they were radio hits. Like if you look at the oh, Goody Mob Cell Therapy, right? That's they're talking about the New World Order, right. and I mean, but it just right. it was it had organized noise on that on that well, sound. You, you know why, man? You got to go back. I'm the older one, so yeah, yeah, the, yeah. B, B Rub here is the old head in the, the building. Elder statesman. <laughs> and uh, I remember when I was in high school, I think I was going to Cooley at the time. I just, we used to see I see that motherfucker every day, Eshawn every day. Yeah, like all he did was ride around one of his cousins. All he did was ride around his little Nissan Pathfinder and shit. Mm-hmm. That was the truck of choice back yeah. then. <laughs> you know it was him because it was like it was always you think it was always black with it's like this little speaker note on the motherfucker. Like you knew it was him because right. all he did was ride around and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, damn. And it's like hearing that nigga. I heard that motherfucking name is so long. He's still doing stuff. He just did a show I, I, with... I've uh, heard that recently, too. That he's still doing shit, too, right? He did a show with... Uh, a couple weeks ago, he did a show with uh, Awesome Dre. Shit, I ain't heard that name in a long time. Look, yeah. listen, I got, See, man, and this one I'm going to get into when, when we finish this. I met Dre because of him. Yeah. yeah. My sister used to talk to one of the guys who was in Chaos and Maestro back okay, when they was that's out. that's another legendary group yeah. right there. So, I remember seeing their video mm-hmm. on Channel 38. Yeah. The HP yeah, station. Yeah, HP station and shit, yeah. Yeah, I, remember, man, I remember that that one video too. I was like, damn. They all had pistons jackets on. Yep, red wings jackets, wow. lions jackets. Yep. Yeah, them was the good old days. But you know, you was talking about the historical how we used to how they wouldn't play it on the radio compared to like now. Like the one person who don't get his due, and I think he should was Paris because he was the one that the government 
blackballed him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still putting out music. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much own everything he put out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Safe Space Invader album was yeah. the last one. I don't even know if that was his last one. It might have been two ago. Yeah, yeah he was he was definitely swept under the rug. Yeah. Because the best ones to me was Sleeping with the Enemy and the uh what was the other one? Uh Never Made Me Do It. Unleashed was good, and the Gorilla Funk was the Gorilla best one Funk to me. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That was it, and I think he don't get because I guess because he he did the other stuff because like you got to think while he was doing it, he made it easier for Ice Cube for uh, Ice T to say certain shit. Yeah, right? that's you real, know what I'm right. saying because Paris already had did it, so it's like mm-hmm. then when NWA came out, Paris had already did it. They yep. were just coming for him. Yeah, and I right. think he don't get the recognition like a lot of the other old heads get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he's like you said, I I fuck with because that song he did with uh. Conscious daughters and shit, man. Shot to her because yeah. one of them just died a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, yeah I, did, I did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, the yeah. one they, the one they did together, that bitch still. I still. Oh, lit. Funky Expedition. That's a Funky Expedition. That's a great that's album. Shit, man. Yeah. No, nah, this that was on they shit. It's one they did on his uh, Gorilla yeah. Funk. Uh, now I'm gonna re-listen to Gorilla Funk today. Yeah, well, you it's it's probably second to last song. And he finished out like, fuck America. I was like, this my nigga. Right. <laughs> that nigga stayed true to all that shit. Yeah, he like, did. This my nigga. He was smart, too. I guess he made a lot of good investments and got a lot of money. And really? He was, yeah. And he was like, he's still, really? but he's still on the shit he was on. He was like, look, mm. you can't be a broke revolutionary. Mm. I just learned to play the game and make it work for me. That's what's I mean, up. Yeah. That's, Shout what out do you suppose that, man? That's what's up, man. You heard I the get, album. I he, get that nigga on the show. The album he did with Public Enemy. Yeah, that was that was a good album. Yeah, you ever heard the devil made me do it? Yep. Yeah, that's the shit. Yep. That that motherfucker. uh, That was the shit. My my shit was, and this stays on all my workout playlists. uh, Make way for a panther. That shit. Mm. Yeah. The the first Mm. or second song on uh, sleeping with the enemy. Mm. Yeah, mine was always gonna be the days of old because that was one that really. Oh yeah, of course. That's what I always popped off. Mm. But yeah. yeah, man, I think he don't get the recognition he should get. Not at all. And then the two live crew to mention because I was see if he's gonna come back to it. A lot of people like when they said the me so horny shit. Mm-hmm. The, what did it for me is like a lot of people don't know where the me so horny part came from. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Until you watch Full Metal Jacket, right? right. And, wait, and wait, it, wait, right? And the girl said, "You're like, wait, wait, what? Yep. <laughs> well, is that's that where they, they got that? That's where they got it from. Right, right. That's the shit, the historical shit. When you hear shit, you be like, wait. So that was two live crew got me so horny for everything. Yeah. And that movie was only what five years old at that at time. time. Yeah, but yeah. you know we, yeah. we black folks don't watch no. We, we weren't watching no war movies, man. Our parents right. were probably watching that shit. We weren't watching it, so that's probably why we it didn't even. Not as probably not as kids back then, but yeah, like you said, the parents would have been. Yeah. I know when I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this movie is fucking ridiculous. I love this shit. This shit is wild as fuck." Oh, that bitch a classic. Man. E- yeah. Even even past the fucking now, of course, the best part is when they in fucking boot camp and shit. But even past that, when they actually out there, that that movie's out. Kubrick yeah. is, was the man, dog. He did some me? wild shit, but that was a dog. Choke yourself, you private snowball. Choke <laughs> <laughs> <Joke> yourself. <laughs> All right, man. So look, B, this is what we gonna do. We gonna take a break. We gonna get into some music. While we getting into the music, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna leave you with this thought. Sorry, I know you probably got to answer, but when All we right. come back, we gonna talk about your big pun one. But I also want to game into that. Was pun on Big's level or better than Big? Don't answer it now. We're going to get into a track. All right. What? Which track you want to get into, man? Let's go with uh, let's go with the one and only real quick. This is uh, this is me, yours truly, B-Side. 
uh, produced by DJ Lowe's, scratches by DJ Lowe's. Let's get it. You heard it here. One and only. Let's go. You might recognize the sample. with extra fatty tissue chemical imbalances and daddy issues problems galore i want to be more than just a marijuana connoisseur thank god my daughter was born my own worst enemy and my harshest critic peep the sharper image of the walking arkham visit pray that my failures do not affect the skin of mine because it'd be running in those jeans like genuine a million goals that we all have to reach behold the man i am a flawed masterpiece you know who i am <laughs> Once I dropped in the trenches, soaked up game, observed, studied, read, and retained. Lessons gained, made deposits in my memory bank. A young head then, listen to legends. Now, them same legends, I call them my brethren. DJ Lowe's is on the mix to provide the guiding light. This is my older self, this is my eyes is like. I'll never tell you that the rest beneath me, but I'm resting easy because my rap precedes me. And you knew it, so salute it quite nice with the spit. When you hear a story, writing your shit, tell them my name now. Show shit, right? 
That's some shit you just be in the car to be like, ride, but look at my motherfucker flying, speeding he's supposed to. Especially summertime, if you fly by a motherfucker, take off at the light. I got you. I like that. I got you. Both spazzing on them scratches, too. So me? Yeah. Hooray. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There we go. That's B-side right there. Now tell us about that track there, man. So that track was produced by DJ Lose. He did the scratches on it too. Um we worked out somewhere he was gonna do a beat for me. And um one night about two o'clock in the morning, he's like, Hey, check your email. And uh, I checked the email, and it was that. He, he had laid the scratches down and everything. And I'm like, this. So he's like, do you like it? He sent me back, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. It had, the, it had the, the sample that it used, which is okay. recognizable. Okay. But then he had the scratch hook. He had, I mean, he had done all this on it already. And so I'm he like, had yeah. even done the scratches and everything. He already. sent it to me with the scratches, with Ooh. room for 16s in between. And then Ooh. at the end, he just, there's like a minute and a half of scratching leading out of mm-hmm. it. So he uh, he was like, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So, And two of those are my favorite verses I've ever written. So okay. the second and third verse on that are like two okay. of my favorite verses I've written. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. that bitch is fire, man. Okay. I had that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got that. That took me back to probably like high school, Access like granted. 1990, 1991. That's what's up. That special ed type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, now, see, we've talked about mm-hmm. special ed before yeah. when I was on here because yeah. I think he's so underrated. Uh, but we were yeah, on here is. talking about that he, 10 years ago when not, I came on. You yeah. know, partially how we got on that, too, is because back when I was doing it, my old manager, when he first heard me spitting, said yeah, he you had the rhyme that scheme. I had a rhyme scheme kind of like how special ed was. And yep. I'm like, I never thought about yeah, that. I started did. listening to myself, and I'm like, damn, I guess I kind of did like that. And he was never one of my big – I've always loved special ed, but he was never one of my, you know, MC influences of like, you know, right. I want to do this so, – so it was like kind of weird how that shit played, but yeah. Special Ed has some great, he, he has, has some great rap shit. He's man. got some great, the, uh, the mission. Now you remember the one that they used to show on Yo MTV Raps, Never Go Back. Mm-hmm. It had mm-hmm. Omar Raps directed the video. Mm-hmm. That was my shit right there. Yeah, that was a dog ass joint right there too, yeah. man. Yeah, that was the good old days, man. Uh, it's, it's I miss it. It's funny, Dude. man, going back to and just thinking. Now, well, first, now which which album is that on? Because I know we talked about which you one? got a t- couple of them. Uh, that's on the essence only. that's the last that's track on the, on the essence. essence that's my last album that okay. i put out okay shout out to that day. yeah see the track's gonna be doing that dumb shit Woo-hoo. again today man we now they just get warmed up yeah warmed up for Got the long, bullshit. long way to go <laughs> all right <laughs> long way to go yeah man so that so bringing it back to like i said coming back to your big pun moment where did i first hear him yeah, first hearing me, like, with your first impressions and all the, you know, best big pun moment. I mean, I heard him on the Fat Joe Jealous One's Envy album. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the name of the song was offhand, but I heard him on there and thought he was dope. And then uh, Beat Nuts, Off the Books. I think that's the first time I heard him. It's the first I, time a lot of people Because I didn't remember hearing him on the Fat Joe. He was on I remember it. hearing him on the Beat Nuts joint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's such a classic yeah. verse. So yeah. that was that was definitely, like... 
And that was, you know, through Rap City. They weren't playing that on the radio here. No. So that was just from watching no. Rap City and checking no. it out. And then next thing you know, he did I'm Not a Player, and that yep. was – and then he did Still Not a Player. Yep. That was – and, and that's the thing, like, a lot of people, unless you was a hip-hop head, didn't know about Not a Player. Yeah. All right. I heard was first Still Not a Player. Yep, with the OJ sample. And, and then it. when I first heard Not a Player – it was after Still Not a Player, because Pun was still kind of new to me then. Yeah. And then when I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is even colder than the Still Not a Player joint. This dope, right? I'm like, why they ain't really run it? Because I, I get the commercial poppy appeal of Still Not a Player with Joe and, you know, you know the whole, you know, the beat and all this shit. I get that. But, you know, cats like us, man, we like the original shit that actually holds the weight yeah, of what of it course. is. In it. And But, yeah, man, that's – which leads into the, the next question that I pondered. Okay. Is he You're on, really going to ask me this? I'm going to ask you this, man, because I'm asking the table this. Is he on Big's level? Yeah. And is he better than Big? No. No. Why not? Big, well, one thing, and I hate to say this, wait, 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 but I've it, heard it, Pun's it, it, style regurgitated a million times okay. since he was out. Okay. But um, I don't know, man. Big was just like... Something about Big was special, man. Just his his no presence, doubt. his his cadence, everything. He no was doubt. he was really like a once in a lifetime dude. You think I about feel. what he could have did if he was still here. Yeah, just the shit he did before he died too young. Well, and if you look at it, Fat Joe and Pun were following, you know, the blueprint that they laid right. down for those albums. Right. How they were doing the you know this that samples an '80s track, this song for the right. girls. Like they were kind of. Everybody went into life after death mode after that album. Because even in their videos, they had all the white hats that Biggie used to wear when he was doing his. It's like they took it like, like you said, I was a new Kevin, Kevin Simons and shit. Like I be trying to do that. Yeah, man, and that, and that's see the man. And the reason why I say that, man, because I'm look. First of all, I got a cousin. I got a couple cousins that they whole thing is fuck Tupac. <laughs> I get oh, why, yeah, and I get why they why they say it because, but their their whole thing is more or less about. Because I understand it, so let me preface it of saying that he's got he's bigger post humors than he than he was to me when he was around. Yeah, absolutely. Not taking nothing away from Tupac because he was a dog ass MC, but in terms of like the MC that he was in comparison to like a Big or even a J and some of them other dudes from even that era, Nas and shit, he really truly wasn't. I don't want to call it, but just to loosely say a lyrical nightmare. Yeah, or no, no, he shit was like emotional. That. Yeah, he, he was, was more emo- of an emotional he was dude. Yeah, so that's he was that's Marvin. The feel. Exactly. So that's the feel. I'm glad you said that, bro. You get claps for that one, like, but that's exactly he was exactly what the fuck it was. Passion, because, man. Nobody fuck. Nobody can fuck with him. Because literally, literally, that's the type of dudes that they were in their day. You know what I'm saying? For R and B and shit. You know what I'm saying? They weren't Marvin was, but Donnie wasn't like. The celebrated dude like that, but everybody loves him for the emotional dude that he was. And, Absolutely, and the feeling that you got from you know Donny Hathaway being out there and shit. Absolutely. So I'm glad you said that, man. That's a that's a dope dope dog ass reference there. The reason why I proposed that question is because basically just trying to give Pun his flowers that a lot of people have put Pun up there in that echelon like that, and for the longest I've I've tried to ponder myself like. What I really consider Pun to be like a top five greatest, I don't know. But then you hear some of Pun's verses and shit, and then you like, mm, maybe he is up there in that. I'm not sure. Mm, it's just arguable. And I think the big dude factor is where the, you know, the, 
the comparison comes to be. I'm gonna with that catch too. some shit for this, but I can't put anybody in the top five who didn't. You know, you gotta have more than two albums to me, because the thing is, the big what if. You right. know, what if, what if, the, and I hate seeing this like, oh, if Pac and Big were alive today, they'd be in their 50s. You know what I mean? They might right. have, they might have retired. Pac right. could be acting by now. You never know. Right. You know, so right. He, right. He, he might have went the Ice Cube route, just went straight acting and done a few albums here and there. And it's shit. hard for me to put somebody up there, you know, when there's, there's rappers with flawless catalogs. There's a couple of them to me. See, you know see, what I mean? Like, and I think that's the, the whole, for me, the whole, I don't subscribe to the whole fuck Tupac thing, but no. I get I get the message of it when a lot of people you know be like that because they because those people are the same people that will say those same types of things like if Pac and Big was still around, Jay wouldn't be big, Jay I, wouldn't yeah, be this. I and hate so that. Nas might not have been, and it's like, dude, little way to be working at a drive-through. Like, right? No, he wouldn't. Like, no, he wouldn't, dude. It just would, you know, what I'm saying they just would have been putting out different albums with all these motherfuckers. And like, I like when Ho said it best himself. He said, "Ho was gonna always be Ho," you know yeah. what I'm saying? And because that's facts. Like he came out when they came out, and yep. Reasonable Doubt made a splash 96. that was so fucking hard that like you can't tell me that off that the way that that album came out and hit. There's no fucking way that literally he was gonna just fall the fuck off. No, and that was a slow burn album. That's like what I'm it saying. wasn't. It wasn't in the top ten. That's it took I'm a saying. minute, but it it got there. Politics as usual. That's what I'm saying. Nah, that, that's my shit, man. That whole what a album. great record, the whole album. Nah, that that album. So, okay, so what's your top five then? So top five rappers or albums? Top five rappers. Gun to your head right now. Who's your top five rappers of all time? Me. Yeah. So I and I and I can explain to you why when I give you this whole list. So you know, explanation. For me, in no particular. <laughs> no, because when I tell you, some people gonna some people gonna be like, what? In no particular order. Jay and Nas. Redman, Eminem. If I'm feeling good on a certain day, Ghostface. I know because that he's in his as well. Right. And if I'm and if I'm not, I could I could bounce between a few because I I'm a big I'm a big Fonte fan. I'm a big yeah, little brother fan. Man, he's great. I'm a I'm a really really big Fonte, especially after hearing some of his later shit. Fonte uh, Fonte had so, one so, of the so it just depends, lines but, ever. But I definitely will always have those four. Like I said. Jay Nas, Redman, Eminem, and depending on how I'm feeling, it's like a one, it's like a, a one or five A B C between Ghost, Fonte, and on a toss up. Yeah, that's that's. I'll, I'll that's say the Fonte. Problem. That's probably I'll say Fonte, and, and this is no disrespect, but I'll say Fonte over Elzai, El and Elzai is a dog ass underrated. Motherfucker should really, really give him his, his roses type of uh, dude. But Fonte and Elzai just need to make an album together. All day, all day. They're very similar. All day, and I think they did a, actually. Yeah, he's on. He's on a couple of little brother tracks though too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your top five? Mine. In no particular order: Scarface, Nas, Redman, Ghostface. Hmm. Hmm. He's saying no particular order, but I yeah, because I, I know him. Scarface is his favorite rapper though. Yeah. It's always going to be like a 5A and 5B. Actually, I don't even have a favorite rapper. I have a trinity of rap. It's, it's Nas, Redman, and Scarface, all for different reasons. But right. I got to think who Ghostface, and then I would say maybe, I don't know, just in terms of personal impact, probably Guru. I can see that. Yeah. Hey, so, so look, because he's in the building before he gets going for his. KJ's in the building. Yes, sir. I'm Pop Culture Podcast. You know, pop culture, pop pop culture podcast two two three. What up? 
He put a little message on real quick to just say no Jadakiss. No. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because he can't make a good album. I'm going to tell you why. I love Kiss. Kiss is, Kiss is probably lyrically one of, the, one of the greatest lyricists I've ever heard. But when it comes to, I think, so here's my, here's my thing about Kiss that throws it off for me, that keeps him out of a top five, is his delivery. And he knows it and has said it himself. Really? Yes. Because, he, because he's so literally, he's changed up a little over the years, but for the most part, he's so monotone throughout the whole fucking thing. You gotta be like a, a lyrical junkie to literally just love love Jada Kiss like that to put him in the top. And there's no disrespect. I, I no. fucking love Kiss. Kiss lyrically, he murders a lot of mother. Yeah, I mean, a lot of motherfuckers. And but and he uh, during the Jay and Nas thing, the beef between the locks and state property mm-hmm. was so much better. So much and better. It was so, so much, much better. better. Disc records. They were so much better. Then you were like, wow, if they all met up, they probably actually really. But that depends. If they really genuinely hate each other because you know some rap beefs are genuine and some not. Yeah. Like the biggest genuine rap beef that that I enjoyed was MC8 and DJ Quick. Oh, oh yeah, that was that a dog. Was, they literally couldn't hey, stand hey, each other in real so, life. So, yeah. so look, so it, see, DJ I, Quick in the khaki bikini. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> shit, Compton Bomb, nigga. Shit, that's my nigga, D, MC8, man. Oh yeah. Oh man, cute. Compton's most wanted, man. What, 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 that's the shit? one of the most. Oh man, Quick said, "Calling me skinny, skinny use a cloud." He said, "Calling me skinny, use a cloud." Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but then, okay, now wait a minute. Speaking of that record, that has some of the most, some of the most homoerotic lines ever. Oh, my ever God, in ever. And it's Which inexcusable. Dollars and cents, DJ. Dollars and cents, oh, my God. Oh my god. I mean, look at his old pretty perm wearing oh right. ass. Right. You should I mean, be surprised. It was oh so graphic. Like he like this was very four bars. Like he, yes. the verse is 16. Yes. Spent a quarter of that yes. verse talking about homophobic shit, man. Man, wasn't homophobic. Wearing that perm friendly. Wearing that perm for a reason. Man, listen. <laughs> I never had my dick sucked by a man before, but you're gonna be you're the, the first, first you little, little trick asshole. asshole. <laughs> and you can tell me just how it tastes. But before I nut, I'll shoot some piss in your face. I mean, he had the whole the whole like fucking... I've thought about it. I've never had this happen, but I'm gonna let you do it. Yeah, I got nothing. Here's how it's going down. Hey, hey, but so so real talk to, to Mike. Like you said whether, whether the beep is genuine or not. And we gonna go a little over on time just a little bit because I know we got KJ coming up next. Let me get my top five real quick before you do that. Yeah. Um. My top five would be based on my listening. It would probably be pop. No particular order, pop. I think A Z and Nas to me is like they like one A one B because they both I listen to both of them a lot. I got but A Z is like so underrated even though he shouldn't all day. All so day. it would probably be pop Jay Z, Paris, Twist because he's underrated. But I I own all this shit. Um, yeah, pop Jay Z. Paris, Nas, and I would say Eminem, and then my six would be, you know, the uh, Twister. Mm. You know, you know, he, don't, he ain't bought shit out lately, but mm-hmm. when he was out, yeah, you know that whole Twister do or die connection. Mm-hmm. That was my shit too. So you know, I can't stand the state, the city Chicago, but right, shit, all, all Chicago, y'all can't be great. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got the music from it, right. right. So, so to, to to go back to what you were saying about whether it's genuine or not, someone with the beef with them, it was. So, I don't know if y'all have gotten into watching, um, you know, Math Hoffa, right? Yeah. So, Math do a, um, 
he do a show more or less on YouTube. It's, it's not really a podcast, but his show, yeah. right? And I guess he has styles on which I need to go back and watch him because I guess Jay Hood was on there later said yeah. some things. Yeah. So then Styles came back and said some things pissed yep. off about not just Jay Hood but pissed at Mav for basically letting him talk about it or whatever. Yada yada yada. But he was on there talking about that about that that beef with the locks. And he was saying that like it was genuine, but it was genuine because like at that time before all that beef started, they was all like family. They was all cool. So for them, he was like it's like us, you know what I'm saying? We cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, something happened between, like, Lance and Lamont. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, all of a sudden, like, it's just like, man, fuck this nigga. Well, Dre ride with that nigga? T- well, fuck Dre too then, nigga. You know, he family and shit, but fuck that. You know what I'm saying? This who we riding with and this blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of how it was from what he was saying. I'm paraphrasing what he was saying, but that's what he was saying. Like, it hurt. He was like, the beef with, like, he said another beef. I forget who they had. But he said that was all like on wax and it was some bullshit, whatever, whatever. Probably 50. Yeah, the 50 one. That's when he said. He said that one was like whatever. The genuine beef was like, you know, that was some wax shit. We, you know, lyrical shit, whatever, whatever. But that was like, nigga, if they see each other, they was going to fight. Guns might have came out, you know, with the straight properties. Because they was cool and they was boys and their shit just went sideways and shit, you know. So. Shit, it was eight of them literally shot at each other. They shit, they really couldn't stand each other. And, and them motherfuckers cool now. Yeah. Them motherfuckers cool well, Back now. then, shit, yeah. them niggas was shooting at each other. Yeah. Nigga. yeah. So, yeah, that shit was real. And, and I think 8 was talking to uh, Vlad one day. and I watched that to, one. You watched, he talked yeah. about that whole thing and how that whole mm-hmm. thing started. Man, that was a wild shit right there. Yeah, I watched yeah, that Vlad uh, interview. Yeah, man, that shit's wild as fuck, man. So, look, B, we're going to get into another track here, too. Okay. Uh, like I said, we're going to run a little little long for you here. Yeah. But, uh. Man, so, yeah, we got. We got guillotine. Oh, guillotine, okay. Yeah. So here we go. So this one's off of uh, B-Side Wins B-side Again. B-Side Wins Again, yeah. Right, so give us a little intro on that one there, man. This is Agent Purple X, a dude from New York. He was a mad, mysterious dude. And I followed on Instagram, and he would just post beats every day. Hmm. And uh, I asked him to send me some beats. He sent me this one. I don't know whatever happened to him. I got no way of getting in hold of him, nothing like that. He went off Instagram, and but man... Dude was nice. You so, ran with it though, so absolutely hey, it is what it is. We made a great record together. So <laughs> you'll hear it. Guillotine, folks. Here we go. Not many rappers out are technically proficient, but the flow is Marsha Clark, Chris Darden. No conviction. Navy top 10 stripes orange like beta carotene. You get jerked around and choke. David Carradine. Your shit is basic. I cut him something nice. Flows his Ugg boots and lattes with pumpkin spice. And thrashing ass, I give a crash course in. The decap sport and flash Gordon slash Brad Jordan. Both Prince's parents too bold and never satisfied. The pipe bomb detonate, obliterate the passerby. And I re-strategize when everything is magnified. Write my baddest rhymes at 3 a.m. on a manic high. I throw verse when I soul search. Well, y'all need a J. Cole and Kendrick control verse. You just insult the mind, so fall in line. You just grapes on the vine. I'm Cosby Wine. I go to sleep. Crazy smart, I play my part. Plus, they love the way he say what he really mean. So while I'm raising the bar, I know you hate what you want. Raise a sharp and I'm like a guillotine. So don't lose track. And here's a news flash. Your favorite rapper ain't as nuts as he really seen. I guess you lost again. Now it's off with your head. It runs now they don't want to get right. up, get into it, or get involved Cause it's like it's hey, way so too much do? effort to set it off we'll Once they right with the here. crew, they want to show off some extra gall Catch them all alone, they like, that's not what I meant, my dog But I can peep the ice grill, shit better let it thaw Be 
headquarters no remains like the planes at the Pentagon. I'm a savage, swing a chain in a metal ball. Pulling out green, toss the grits and then let it scald. We in the time of iron fist ruled by a demagogue. Better listen, don't get it twisted like bendy straws. Cause I said it on the weak shit that you settle on. And all you ass the fuck out like a collection call. Your bitch love hentai porn with the tentacles. Seem kept, but on the breath is the center balls. That's why I get the final word on the epilogue. And that's church, tabernacle, and synagogue. Now these suckers done snuck in the back with dumb luck. What the fuck, bitch? You suck like a filter queen. And your time will soon pass while I drop the boom blast. To that bitch, I... They want to mumble they bars, but they don't run it this hard. Gang star shit, chaotic soliloquies. But you lost again, I guess it's off with your head. It runs red when I... Oh yeah. Don't use the word like soliloquy, man. Some motherfuckers get blindsided by that shit. Like, what? <laughs> what? What? What is that? Right. It's gangstar shit, chaotic soliloquy. Right. Right. Soliloquy, they had chaos. There's soliloquy chaos. Hey man. You know what? Sil- Actually, that record that you just started playing. Mm-hmm. You think you could do that? You think you could throw that record on? This is uh, supply and demand featuring me and Mr. Cliff Note side notes. Produced by Foul Mouth. Okay. You want to run two back yeah, to back? Let's run two right, back to back. Produced by Foul Mouth. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got to holler. I, ain't, I ain't, haven't literally talked talked to Foul Mouth in probably like 12, 13 years or something, but I got to holler him to pull him up because he, he's uh, doing some big stuff right now. Uh, man. Quick story before we jump into that because I'm going to lose it if I don't. The first time, because after we come back from this song, I'm going to get into literally how he helped get us to where we at. The first time I ever met Foulmouth, it was a show. It was at down. What's the name of the joint? Simon's. It's at Simon's After Dark, and he comes on and he's doing this track with this wild ass beat. That's kind of started like that last one that I played with it. That doom do 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 do, and the beat was kind of like that, more or less straight through. And I'm listening to him. And I'm like, dude, wild as hell. He got some cold ass bars. Beats cold. I didn't know he did production more so than, you know, than anything. And I'm like, okay, dog cold. Then I heard, like, some other beats that he did for you. And I'm like, okay, this motherfucker cold. Then I heard the shit that he did for motherfucking Bango. Bango. Yep. Oh, my God. For Belushi? Oh, my God. Dog, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite tracks. And, and shout out to Belushi. Shout out to yeah, all the fat killers. Belushi. Shout out to all of them. Because I'm definitely to middle gonna get, finger music. I'm definitely gonna get all you know, get y'all on here and shit. But that fucking I off, I think it was one of his last two projects that I think I'm ODB. Oh my yeah. god, that I'm gonna dig that shit up and I'm gonna play that shit on here just for fucking plans. But oh my god, because Lucy kills he kills it lyrically, yeah. which he does anyway. Yeah. But he murders he he blended so perfectly with that shit and the da, 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 da. oh my god, dog. That's what I was like. Foulmouth is a fucking star. He's yeah. a hidden gem, and if don't nobody else find him, shame on the fucking world for no, not they, knowing this dude in his fucking production. He's oh definitely being found, man. He just did that album for Bizarre. They did a uh, nice. Yeah, they just uh, Isaac. Yeah, Castor I did hear his, about that. I did uh, hear about that party last night. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man, that's. Yeah. Making moves. Well, yeah. I mean, guys like that, guys like Falmouth, Valid, like, I mean, just to name a few of those guys, work, 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 work. never stop. they crab, getting their crab, and I can they tell you, They never stop, never stopping. From the first time meeting all of them and getting into everything until now, oh, my God. Yeah. 
just following their journey was just fucking ridiculous, man. But yeah, we're gonna get into the track, man. Shout out to Supply file, and demand. Man. Side Supply notes. Supply and demand. Here we go. Side notes. Let's get it. Once you in the presence of the illest team. Oh, run that back, run that back. Will it be. Rewind it back. Roll out the red carpet. Once you in the presence of the illest team. Since the beginning and forever more will it be. So made these babies, that's the era of Billie Jean. The Ted Bundy killing sprees, the purple ones frilly sleeves. I put a Philistine's head off in a guillotine. Knuckleheads with Colt 45, some little Billy D's. Yeah, they cross streets and proceed with the Millie squeeze. To stop your heartbeat like fries smothered in chili cheese. But there is a million of ignorant niggas who get in the limits and feel like they kill us until it gets real and they fall back like daylight saving. Cause they not here I say hillbilly Of shit again, and like you said, they warming up on some bullshit. But yeah, I got you. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Good looking. And that was off the essence too, right? That was off the essence as well. Yes. Yeah, man. I, that's man. That's 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 dope, man. I, I'm I'm loving that you're still doing. It. Every time I see it, you know, on IG, you know, I'm liking everything and getting. Yeah, I'm like, man, I gotta up. get with me to get this shit, man. I definitely gotta get some more shit, man. Yeah, definitely I still need that. So though, what man. I'm doing February 10th. Kind of combine my favorite tracks from B-Side Wins Again and from Vertigo 1.5 to do mm. Vertigo 1.5 Deluxe Edition because I wanted to use the cover and I couldn't find it without the mm. album's title. Okay. So. And that was a dope album, man. Thank you. That was a dope Thank album. You. So I'm I, I, I think that. I'm cutting four or five out of there. Okay. And uh, pretty much all the solo stuff from B-Side Wins Again. So that's going on digital streaming platforms. So tracks like Cold Blooded, Mm -hmm. uh, That's with, a dope with uh, Super MC Conflict, Cliff, mm -hmm. DJ Los. Mm -hmm. That'll be on streaming services. Burial with uh, mm -hmm. me, Aztec, The Barfly, Joey Dagda, and Foul Mouth. That's that's going to be up there to stream too. Joe's, finally, Joe's so. my guy. I got to call, call Joe to get Joe back up here too. Yeah, man. that's, that's he's man. a good dude, man. Yeah, it's like that's forever. that's family right there. Yeah. Shit, I want to meet Foul Mouth, man. Uh, look, so so just to go back real quick, man. Yeah. So this is how this is how influential 
this man has been to this podcast. Again, going back to how we know each other or whatever, yep. we sitting around one day and because we used to work together. We sitting at work and I'm telling him, we talking about music shit. You know, by this time I already knew he did music, heard some of his stuff, so forth, so forth. We started the show. And when we started the show, it was like, yeah, we need to get out here and do this, that, and the third. And I always sit over and talk to B. And he was like, well, shit, you know what I'm saying? If you want to get out, you know, and to meet some people and get out to this and, you know, interviews and blah, 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 why don't you start coming to some of the shows with us and do some of the, you know, this, that, and the third. We got something coming up, or if something's coming up, I'll let you know. So he let us know about, I want to say, the first one had might have been Cliff's Path to Notification. Yeah, it was. Album release. It was. Yeah, so at his album release, right? We go to the album release. And I knew Mills, because Mills was there. Yeah. You know, Millie came through. Yep. But literally, that's how we met the start of meeting everybody else. So that's how we met Cliff Note. I knew, I knew Nick Speed. Speed was there. Um, chopped it up with speed for a minute. That's how I talked to Valet. He introduced us to Valet. Mm-hmm. Valet been, friend, you know, family to this, you know, like you said, that's family, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's how we met and got cool with him. Ron D, Ron D, friend of the show, yep. family, so forth. Uh, chopped, it up with, chopped it up with Awesome Dre. Chopped it up with, uh, or chopped it up with, um, what's the baby girl that was hosting? Um, Redbone. Redbone. You know, got to talk to her. Shout she, out to Redbone. Shout out to Redbone. You know what I'm saying? Got to talk to a bunch of people there. And that was at the start. I hope she yeah. was thick. <laughs> Name like Redbone. Redbone was straight. I want to meet Redbone too. Where's she at? Redbone was straight. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? And just meeting like some of uh, who's who at like a tip of the iceberg. Right. So then from there it was, I want to say, I think Fat Ray had his album release. At the little skate park. Yep. Up above uh Foot Clan Skate Park. Foot Clan Skate That's Park. That's old spot. So we went to there, seen a more a bunch of other folks that I know because him and Pud are, are cousins. Yep. Chopped it up with them, seen them, hollered at Ray, got cool with Ray. Uh, and then of course everybody else that as a matter of fact, that's the party we met soup at. Yep. Hollered at soup. And from there, it just kind of snowballed from there. So then we was just kind of in the groove of shit. Then the Simon's show happened. Yep. The first time, and that's when I met Dagda, Foulmouth. I think Pigpen was there. Pigpen. And then there was another one came around. Pigpen? You got a Pigpen in the mix, too? Yeah. Pigpen called, too. He, he, he called. fuck? Yeah. He, Peanuts gallery listen, in this listen, motherfucker? Listen, Pigpen is, is another one who's like Foulmouth, where he's good with the bars. His production. Pigpen doesn't rap. Pigpen doesn't rap. He had a partner, Jake New, who raps. Jake New, yeah. that's who was Pig who Pen rapped. Yeah, that's right. Pigpen yeah. did the beats. That's what it was. Jake New did the rap. That's nice. what it was. Yep. Jake is nice. So that, but Pigpen's beats is cold too. Matter of fact, you got a Pigpen beat. I on do here. got a Pigpen. So beat. we gonna, we gonna probably get into that too, uh, before we close them out and everything. But and then from the next one, I want to say I can't remember who else was there, but that one was hosted by uh, Belushi. And Guilty Simpson was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when we chopped it up with Guilty and shit. And I, I just, I we just didn't get a chance to get with Guilty to do the interview because Guilty was like, man, whatever y'all need. I still got Guilty's phone number if it's the same number, which it probably is, still in my phone. You know, so I just ain't never like, yo, bro, just, which I probably eventually reach back out. You know, what I'm saying and you know get back right. in with everybody else. But yeah, Guilty's good people. Yeah, shout out Guilty. Yeah, yeah, shout out Guilty. You know what I'm saying? And then you know just other different connections, but. 
he was the main one that got us out here going to different shows and figuring out, hey, when you go to this show, you can talk to so-and-so. You go to that show, you can talk to so-and-so and so-and-so. Well, that's what it's about. That's what it's about, man. To me, I mean, you know, community. And, 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 look, because of, and look, because of you, man, look, I, I've talked to, like, we went to, it was a show. Sorry, man, I'm getting You're good. Texas, text from the wife. You got to reply back. Uh, at least let her know I saw it. Um, we working right now, wife. We working. <laughs> right. We on the clock right now. There was a show that Miss um, Corona did. Yeah. At the Maje- was it the Majestic? I want to say it was the Majestic. And but that was like a big ass show. She headlined like Big Herc was there. Yep. A couple other people, you know, saying which I kind of knew from because I get my hair cut over in his neighborhood. But that's when I you know was talking to Seven in General. Um, no, I take that back. I chopped up with Seven the General at Nick Speed's The Beatdown album release because he had album release downtown. Yep. And we were there because, of course, you know, DJ Black Moon went to school and my wife went. So that's, you know, family as well. Um, so, you know, chopping it up with them. Just literally just expanding our eyes to where to go to do to help further our project, you know what I'm saying, and what we was doing. You know what I'm saying? So definitely giving B-side his flies with the, the crazy claps today, but, you know, oh, we to change them around. But, yeah, that's but that's the reason why, because he helped start it and give us our push, more or less, why I wanted him to be on first. We started doing more music shit and coming back to the fold to, you know, you know, getting more music folks back in and shit. I mean, that's what's up, man. You know, that's what it's man, about, man. Acknowledgement. Connections and community. Mm-hmm. We all ride together, man. Hell, yeah. Exactly. And, and, that's, and, that's been the, and that's been the thing, man, just literally... You know what I'm saying? Paying homage to the folks that, that deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Especially for folks that help us out. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that, man, look, I ain't gonna lie. Outside of just me and you, or, or you and us, man, you know who else has been our biggest? It's been Valid. Yeah. It, that, that's how Valid it, is. That's how Valid is, dude. He, he's such a... When, he, when they say, when, when, if, I'm, if I tag in with you, I t- you know, we in, that's Valid. Mm-hmm. That, that, that dude right there, not least he's like one of the hardest working dudes I've ever seen, you know, in the industry. You know, how you know, underground, mainstream, whatever. But like when he ride for you, he ride for you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like we we literally sat there, did an episode. I forget which which episode it was. Valet came through and did an episode. We talked music. Mm-hmm. He came back another one like two weeks later, and we literally just sat there, like all of us, with a pan of fucking chicken from uh from Captain Jay's and just chopped it up about wrestling and all kind of other bullshit. Including, and we just chopped it up just like, hey, what's up? You yeah. know, just hanging. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, good it's people. always been love, good people and shit, man. You know what I mean? So that's that's been a blessing for us, and we don't keep it rolling, you know. But, um, yeah, man, so we, ooh, yeah, we done went over a lot, but it's all right. I'm with it, though. We here. Okay. We, we kicking back off music season going. around here, so, but we ain't going well, we to keep it going too, too much, because uh, we, we do. I know, wife just text. I get it. Oh no, KJ got to come in and do his show. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> you know this is business now. We got people oh, yeah, that's gonna do it. So, but um, yeah. So we are gonna jump in. Um, you got two more tracks on here, man. Which one you want to? What do I to? got? What do I got? Two at the top, right there. Let's go with righteous anger. This is righteous anger. Well, you know what? Let's go with the essence. You wanna go with the essence? That's okay. yeah. Okay. Pig pen on this one. Shout out to Pig pen. Okay. Shout out to Pig pen. So we are gonna play the essence, the title track for off the album, the essence. You got it. And we all in. Yo, that's not the start. I wanted to play. Here we go. Here we go. 
Shit, they like the way that motherfucker came on, whatever it was. Right. Uh, that was the first one we played. Uh, I know one of us right away. Freshly confirmed young Catholic with a dub of Illmatic. I picked up a habit, hell yeah, I'm still at it. First, copy cadences and research the style of rhymes. The early songs of mine, they just decided times. Told that I was gifted, got looked at different. Ashamed of my brilliance in many an instance. Saw the gift once I stepped back to take a look. Hard to figure out like the electric relaxation look. Eventually, outside my identity with far less discrepancy. I'm speaking on life and what it meant to me. Then that bipolar back, creeping on a text some more. I may have had a couple stays in psychiatric wards. Have the medics putting tape to your chest, Teddy Ruxpin. But I found out M had a Teddy Ruxpin rhyme too. Yeah, so it's when I was when I was six, I was already fucking playing X-rated cassettes and Teddy Ruxpin. I'm and this is not fly by night treat it all with reverence years went by before i ever made a set from this you out campaigning kissing babies i called my name in the spots you just started to visit lately we came a long way from stealing power from street lights to prime time viewing on weeknights you can eat right the fads they come the trends they go but it always comes back again and so when god is in the room you feel his presence when you speak to you speak to the essence we got a clip and we got to pick that beat too. Fade them right on out there. There we go. Yeah, man. Claps want to be all stupid for us today and shit. As usual, I don't know what the fuck. But clap, clap, clappity, clap, uh, clap, niggas. Yeah, the, the, they, they, the claps get the Arnold today, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Oh, wow. about like, remember the Arnold we still got shit? The Arnold. Oh, we still got the Arnold, man. We still got all that shit. Yeah, man. We got some new ones coming down, though. Right. Yeah, we got some old, some old crazy shit. 30 dicks. 30 dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so 30 dicks. We got a bunch of other shit coming down, man. We started realizing, like, you know what? We say some dumbass shit that can be drops. and literally be a catchphrase. Just literally started just catching us. We about to start rearranging some shit, too, man. Hell no. Nah. But, yeah, man. So, we going to close it out here, B. Okay. Um, Glad you was able to come through, man. Give oh, me yeah. your, your claps again, the real claps and shit. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you. That, that 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 other thing we talked about. Hopefully, we can you know get our house DJ here and actually take care of that. Yeah, and do I'm that. down. You know, I'll do it. I'll do it. Definitely want you to come back because I want you to come back when you got the new music as well. You know, what I'm saying oh, yeah. well, this is us playing catch up. You know, just not just with us, but also with your music and yeah. getting you back around. You know, what I'm saying and getting our listeners on. Um, getting your listeners to see and everything, you know, and that's the thing that we always love, man. It's Absolutely. all family. It's all us, man. No Thank question. you again for coming through, man. Of course. Greatly appreciate y'all. Listen, man, in case y'all haven't heard, we're going to let this man give his uh, shout-outs where you can hear all his music, where you can get all his socials and all that stuff. We're going to go ahead and close out the show. Go on my Instagram at 313BSIDE at 313BSIDE. I got a link tree right up at the top. It'll take you to Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, everywhere you can possibly get it. 
And uh, Vertigo 1.5 Deluxe Edition is releasing February 10th. Make sure you get on there and stream that. Run them numbers up. Access granted. Hell yeah. Let's get them going there. Shout out again to B-Side coming through, man. We really appreciate Always a you, pleasure. Man. Always Always, a pleasure. man. Always a good time chopping it up with you, man. Y'all know where y'all can find us. You know, Dub and the Bear, every, Everything Podcast, you know, whether it's Spotify, iHeart Music, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Your grandmother's uh, basement. Grandmama's basement. You know, saying your auntie's kitchen. Your uncle's liquor store. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> what, what's the other one? Audacity. Uh, Amazon. You know, yeah. yeah, not Audacity. Audacity, yeah. Uh, Amazon Deezer. Music. Probably there too, I believe. Yeah. So you know, McDonald's drive-through. Right. Right. Wherever you want to get it, we there. You know, everything. uh, Social media is Dub and the Bear. That's D U B B. Two B's. As Dub would like to say, two B's. Two Two breasts. Two two butt cheeks. Two butt cheeks. That's right. Still, still, you still say two breasts, two butt cheeks, of course. Um, You know, so you know, y'all know where to find us. And uh, yeah, man. Till the next time, we out of here. Peace. Peace. That was good shit. Yeah.